0: With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. A natural nurse in a toxic world. Kate Shimirani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT
1: well what can i say happy and blessed sunday i am kate shamarani the natural nurse in a toxic world and christmas is upon us like a slap in the face with a wet fish i went yesterday down to the supermarkets which should really be called kill zones i couldn't believe that from the floor to the ceiling with tins of quality street Roses, um, celebrations, mince pies made with white acid poison sugar and, uh, hydrogenated fat and everything else that's going to make you simply rotund by new year. But don't worry about it because come the new year, you're going to be joining me on Kate Shamarani's seven day bender, where I'm going to be giving you all the top tips on how to look as fabulous as me. And I am very humble. (laughs) Anyway, it is a really wonderful time of the year, but we've got to get into the meat and potatoes. I like to tell you a, a bit of a doo-doo sandwich. You know, I start off with 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 what's going on. It's not so good, really bad in the middle. And then I finish on a high note because this beautiful place was created for us and everything is here that we need. There's just a few gangsters wanting to ruin it. So let me just uh, tell you a little bit about what's going on because I'm gonna tie it all up and knit it all up and bring on my guest because everyone is fat. The majority of people are indeed fat. Uh, I I, I looked at the figures for the UK and I couldn't believe it. But actually, when I go outside, it is now spot the skinny person. You know, that Christmas game where you have to pin the tail on the donkey. Um, I'm literally going to pin a a rosette when I see a skinny backside. It's shocking. And, And then don't get me started on the nurses. Now, this is interesting. 2021. A 22 mandate, which was sorry, 2020 21 mandate, which was signed by Matt because he's your mate, not Matt Hancock, the health secretary. Matt, you know, just a a Matt, like a doormat. But anyway, he signed it, promising 40 new hospitals. Scarlet Pimpernel, I can't find them. They've got virtual hospitals where you have a virtual doctor. I'm not making this up to aid you with your virtual bed source. But anyway. What they have got is they're promising uh, 50,000 new nurses, but what's transpired is 93% of those new nurses out of 51,245 have been recruited from overseas, overseas, according to NHS England chief nursing officer. Now in the care home sector, there were more dependents than there were care workers. They bought in 120,000 staff and 140,000 dependents. Their target is 160,000 staff, which means that another 40,000 is going to come and that's 50,000 more dependents. Population replacement theory in full swing. No spoken English me can do because we did see the story last week where some poor bugger died. a nursing home and the two on the phone to the emergency services couldn't speak english this is shocking now no one cares about the elderly no one does care and no one cares about the veterans because they are the elderly and no one cares about the young either because they're prodding them with six in one shot the teenagers with what we're going to get onto uh, the covid booster and this horrific hpv vaccine But let me just tell you, they've come up with a new guideline, 29.5, a new guideline for the National Homicide Service. They're not going to do a PCR test. You know, that thing up your nose, right up to virtually the meninges of your brain to have a scoop that doesn't really diagnose anything. Or what about one of those uh, lateral flow where you could wipe your cat's backside with it, wipe the pineapple with it, spit on it, or don't do anything with it, and you get a positive test over COVID con. But they're now coming with a pulse oximeter. That's the little thing that you see where they put on your finger and it tells you how much oxygen is in you. I worked in the emergency room. I am indeed a nurse of 38, 39 years. I don't remember, I'm getting old, hard to believe. But there's a lot of anomalies with that machine. Has it been calibrated? Are you cold? Are you skinny? All the old people, the old ladies, we see them in summer with two jackets on. They're very old and skinny and cold. Low functioning thyroid will make you cold. Do you have gel nail polish or acrylic nails? So many anomalies, but they're giving this to anybody, just the care workers to go into the nursing homes. You're not even going to get into the hospitals. They are going to do this test whether you have a symptom or you don't have a symptom. Remember, you don't need to have a symptom to tell you that you've got COVID. Just like you don't need to have a symptom to tell you you've got diarrhea or you don't need a symptom to tell you you've got a headache are you getting it yet? But anyway, what they're going to do is symptoms or not, they're going to stick this pulse oximeter on your finger. And if it's just a few percent down, they're going to say you've got COVID, which if you are 60 and over or 18 and over with a clinical frailty score of five or up, that means you might have epilepsy, diabetes, dementia, you could be placed on end of life care. Now they're going to be training nurses to be doctors whilst they're still doing their nursing job. They can do some distance learning program. I mean, all of these narcissistic nurses, this is just like their absolute orgasm. I can finally be a doctor, even though I couldn't pass the tests at med school. And I'm telling you, because I've worked with them. When they brought in the independent nurse prescriber, there were 60 of us at Brighton University. Oh, my word. I wouldn't have left my cats with 58 of them. Anyway, that's a different story. So that's what they were doing. They're bringing in, and then I, I did cover as well. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> the fat nurses. Uh, I called. I called my fat nurse that I posted, Brenda Bariatric, um, and she does. They were. They were doing a study on were nurses. Um, Did they have a negative attitude towards fat patients? And there was a consensus among studies in 2017 from all four nations that found some nurses to hold negative views of obesity and display negative attitudes. Well, pot, kettle, (laughs) mirror, mirror on the wall who is the fattest nurse of them all? Well, we saw you dancing on your TikTok videos, but you can join my website and you can do the seven day. Bender, that's what you're going to be doing to make you as slim and gorgeous as my guest. And age doesn't need to make you look fat. Or or don't forget, don't forget ladies, men are visual creatures, we are not. We need a whole day of romancing. We need the place vacuumed. We need the car washed. We need flowers. We need to be told we look fabulous. We need our feet massaging. Men, honestly, you just need to wake them up, give them a fag, give them a cooked breakfast, and they're good to go. But we must look nice. Don't just save it for your nights out with your mates. Look nice for your man. You really do need to. I've seen so many women when their husbands finally leave them, they suddenly get their act together. They get slim, they get gorgeous. Why didn't you do it when he was with you, love? And vice versa, because of course I am sexist. So let's talk about something that is pretty horrific. Um, They're coming at you with COVID booster, shingle shot, flu shot, whatever other shot they can give you. They're getting the babies with a six in one. At the turn of the century, at the turn of the century, all of these things were just down to filth, absolute filth. And I'm going to intermingle with my guests, but what is really interesting, we're gonna be talking again about vaccines and the HPV vaccine, because they are coming for the teenagers. They don't care about you as parents. They don't care because they're gonna bypass you with a Gillick competency. And they're frightening our teenagers to death. And all the teenagers are online, They're on social media. They've come out with these stupid, ridiculous little pamphlets. The nurses, and I know some of you nurses troll me, you're nothing more than paid assassins. It's medical battery. You don't know what's in them. You don't read. I know you don't read because if you read and still did it, there's something wrong with you. You clearly want to kill. Merck's former doctor predicts that Gardasil, is to become the greatest medical scandal of all time. That was in 2015. They've got you all looking over to the left at the COVID shots, but actually they're coming very covertly at the other side for our young. They're not even sexually active. They're doing boys and girls in the schools in their first and second year of secondary school. So I'd like to bring on my guest again. You've met her before. She doesn't need an introduction because she is literally the queen. She's been fighting this forever. And I have the deepest respect for Joan Shenton. Joan, thank you for coming on the Kate Shumrani show on TNT Radio Live. Thank you, Kate.
0: I love listening to you. And thank you for inviting me. (laughs) And I'm glad we are actually discussing this terribly serious subject because I have three amazing facts I'm going to start with, because this HPV vaccine is being rolled out across the world. Every country, millions and millions and millions of young, young eight to 12 year old girls and boys are being given this highly toxic vaccine. So quickly, I will give you three facts, three amazing facts. Would you believe that there is no evidence that the HPV vaccine prevents cervical cancer? And this is backed up by scientific papers. It's sold to everyone on the basis that it will, it will cure you of HPV and therefore stop cervical cancer, which you might or might not get many years later in your 50s or 60s or 70s if you're a woman. Now, that's fact number one. In fact, it's hard to believe, but the UK cervical cancer rates have risen after the introduction of the HPV vaccine, actually risen. And here are the facts. In 2016, 10 years after the introduction of the vaccine, there was a 70 percent increase in the rate of cervical cancer in 20 to 24 year olds. That speaks for itself. Another amazing fact is that there is no association between vaccination and c- cancer mortality. That mm-hmm. means cancer deaths. In the US, deaths from cervical cancer, which were steadily declining before Gardasil, uh, which is the name of the vaccine that is used in America. Here we use Cervarix as well. Deaths have remained the same after the HPV vaccine was introduced. And a quick example of that, in 2006, when Gardasil was introduced, deaths were 2.4 per 100,000 women. And in 2016 to 2020, deaths are 2.2 per 100,000 women, which is essentially the same. And my final fact for the moment is that HPV, the vaccine, is making things worse. They found that the suppression of HPV can cause a more virulent strain of the virus. So those are my three facts to begin with.
1: Joan, that's incredible. I I had the pleasure of interviewing on another show, uh, Mario Lamo, who is a journalist who covered... They went down in Colombia, I believe it was Bogota, and they went into all the schools and they just said to all these girls, roll your sleeves up, no consent, and gave them this vaccine. And a thousand of these girls in one area then began to suffer from epileptic seizures and st- static epilepticus where they don't come out of the seizure; they just keep fitting, which is deadly. And they tried to say the government tried to say this was all in their heads, and it, it you know it was just mass psychosis. And I, I find this shocking. And the and the other thing that I found incredibly shocking. I spoke about this years ago and wanted to do my daughters is the fact that HPV, the virus has never actually been proven to exist. And they put all of these so-called viruses. uh, I'm really of the opinion, you know, viruses are part of our exosomes or our immune system. And, And the germ theory is a theory and it's all a big fat lie and they're all liars and we shouldn't have any vaccines, but it doesn't exist. And one of the things that I did with my, my girls in school is um, I took my girls out of uh, I took my children home when they were doing sex education in primary school because I believe they were too young. They weren't interested. They were still playing. And they don't teach in any of our schools abstinence. And when a woman has sex with a man, that's only two genders, a man and a woman with a biological vagina with the cervix at the top. I like to get vagina in every show because I'm sitting online. Um what happens is the body sees that semen as, as it's an invader and will set up a little bit of an immune response. When you then have sex with that same man, your body recognizes it and that immune response doesn't happen. So do you see if you are out there, um, you know, girl power and all that and having multiple partners thinking you can have it all and being uh, promiscuity through the roof. This is why your incidence of cervical cancer goes up because you're having intercourse with lots and lots of different men. And the other thing which I've talked about on the show, every man now squirming because I'm talking about vaginas. Shut up. I'm going to say it again. You all swept a vagina with your cheek on the way out of your mother if you were fortunate. So what actually happens is when they take a scrape of your vagina, sorry, of your cervix, when you go for your smear, Uh, That's a raw patch. And they do not tell these women to not have intercourse for eight weeks or certainly use a barrier method, a condom, because that's got to heal. So if you're then having which these girls do. Multiple partners again. Horrific. Well, look, we're going to go to break, leaving you all to think about your vaginas for a minute. And then we're going to come back after a word from our sponsors, probably not talking about vaginas. I hope they're not talking about suavelois sausages or sausage rolls or anything else because it would fit nicely uh, because there are sausage rolls at Christmas. Uh, But we're going to hear lots more from Joan Shenton because this is life-saving information. And we'll see you in a minute. TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties, leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border they might be called air marshals but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground maybe they're ground marshals now marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the united states Customs and border protection where are they chris smith on tnt radio as a person to look at, and then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! What? Our focus is shifting.
0: Our main priority
1: as a bureau is gonna
0: be domestic terrorism.
1: It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life,
0: pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have
1: freedom of religion freedom of speech.
0: Violent extremists, and they must be
1: dealt with. We can do anything we want.
0: Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio. I
1: do a lot of free streaming.
0: Tntradio.live.
1: I am Kate Shimarani, natural nurse in a toxic world for TNT Radio Live. And my wonderful guest today is Joan Shenton. Now, do not be distracted by the events of the world. Imagine that you are in an auditorium, you are in a theater, and they are keeping you focused on the stage. But in the audience and sitting with you and all around being served all nasty things, ice creams, everything else are the gangsters, the pharmaceutical companies. And while you're watching William and Kate and their little three rugrats posting Christmas cards to less fortunate children, as David Clue said, what are they going to do, nibble on it? Or did she put a 50 in each one to heat their houses and go shopping for their parents and buy food? You are being distracted by world events. You are being distracted by what's going on in the royal family. Nobody cares. They are distracting you from what is going on in your own home, your own town. They are coming for the children. This is an agenda to depopulate. This is to stop your children being fertile. This is to shorten your children's lives. They are shortening it at both ends, culling the elderly at one end, stopping you from getting pregnant, stopping your children from being able to sustain a pregnancy, stopping your children from even getting to adulthood. This is all fact and it's time to educate your children. Don't think I don't want to tell them it'll upset them. Knowledge is power. You've got to find a way to do it. And one of the ways to do it is the most amazing documentary. I did a post on my Twitter account and I had nurses coming on there and other people telling me I was dangerous and I should be in jail, I should be imprisoned. I had people emailing me, what can I do? My wife wants my daughters and my sons to be injected with this HPV. I sent them the link and I will keep on doing it. And I posted on Twitter to sacrificial virgins. I had two emails back immediately saying, my wife's horrified. It saved our children. That is all it takes. And the producer of that amazing documentary was Joan Shenton, who is with me today. Joan, please do continue and educate everyone who is listening, because we we do need to tell our daughters and our sons now, because they are oblivious to it. And this is what these dark, horrible forces, I, I can't imagine that the royal family would inject their children with HPV. Of course they don't. I never hear them having infertility problems or caught deaths or children, teenage children dying. In fact, they live forever, don't they? They look virtually embalmed, even the corgis. So, Joan, please do continue. Tell us more. Kate, I think this is such a good opportunity.
0: Thank you for mentioning Sacrificial Virgins. When I was making that film, I met some really tragic cases of damage from the HPV vaccine and you know uh people say oh but I don't know of anybody the American courts have paid out 70 million dollars in compensation and that's a drop in the ocean to the number of people damaged but it is recognized that the HPV vaccine damages people and it is also recognized that you cannot find who and what children are susceptible to autoimmune disorders after the vaccine. Professor Beppu, a world-renowned immunologist, neurologist, um, says that you cannot actually select the ones that are at risk. So in a sense, you know, you are probably going to cause the death. Of that child. Many, many, many hundreds and thousands of children have died from the HPV vaccine. And let's remind ourselves of the awful side effects. I mean, uh, I filmed a young girl who actually had to be fed through a tube. Um, Kate, you're familiar with all these, these syndromes POTS, for example, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia, fibromyalgia, lupus. Guillain-Barré syndrome,
1: small fiber neuropathy, and death. These let's just tell people. Let's just tell people what that is, because my son had pots, and I believe Mm. it was the TB shot. My son was in a wheelchair for nine months. He lost ten kilos. He was having episodes of blindness. I just want to tell people, these are life-changing conditions. And now if you've got POTS, which so many children are being diagnosed with POTS, and teenagers, it's off the scale. They are now driving them a drug, a cardiac drug, which causes hardening of the arteries. They're giving it to teenagers. It's a terrible drug. So do you see, this is horrific. When you talk about Galen barre syndrome, When that starts to affect the muscles, your intercostal muscles, it affects your diaphragm. So the ribs can't move up and out. You can't breathe. You have to be ventilated. Mm -hmm. It affects the heart muscle. Now, the problem with that is when you go on to what I've just said about the pulse oximeter, are they going to start calling that COVID? These children are not going to get cared for. And we are bringing nurses in from India and Malaysia and Vietnam and they don't they don't speak english they don't have that they're not they i'm going to just say it a lot of them don't even like us and they're not going to do anything that is out with the guideline that they are going to be told to do because if they do they're going to be shipped back to whence they came along with their dependents they're not going to be allowed to stay here and actually one sister in london in an ae department for pediatrics we're talking about children did actually say, oh, we're going to be replacing them all with the Indian nurses because they do as they're told, they don't question anything. So these are very serious symptoms that Joan is describing. They are life-changing, they are debilitating. These children can't eat. When you then put a tube into someone, you have a portal for infection. And under that amount of stress, they get just one after another, after another illnesses. And many of these children have died and committed suicide, Joe, This is true. And we should also remember that um,
0: many, as I said, many people have died. And the fact is that our immune system gets rid of HPV. Now, you're saying you think it's part of our internal, uh, uh, what's it called, exosomes. I will simply repeat what Professor Peter Duesberg said to me. He said that HPV um, can produce warts, and over millennia, the human race has, the human kind has, has had warts, and your immune system gets rid of it within a year. About or n- like- nine months. Yeah, about nine yeah. months. Children get warts; yeah. they and go on their own. Happened. Yeah, and uh, he says that once. HPV has been in your system. It leaves a little trace, and he calls it a fossil. So 40 years on, if a woman gets cervical cancer, they might see this fossil, he says, of HPV, but it's inanimate. It can do nothing, and, and the immune system has dealt with it. And yet we are having a rollout of this expensive vaccine across the whole of the world being given to young Young children. I mean, it's devastating. And in South thing-
1: America, Jones. Sorry, in South America, in some countries, I think it was Brazil, they're mandating many vaccines to those mm. children on welfare, Are to they, those yeah. children on welfare, which means mm. well, well. I I think uh, you know, I just think this is one of those things where uh, our hospitals, our hospital kills. They're just death chambers. They do the odd good thing to keep you distracted over here. Oh, look, we've just done this fantastic pioneering thing. But for every good thing they do, they're killing thousands. They're killing millions. And it's like a show. It's a show to keep you looking and smiling, eating your popcorn at the one thing while they're shooting everybody. Because it is. It's as deadly as a gun. But it's deadly because it has aluminium
0: in it and aluminium is utterly toxic. And the two main manufacturers of HPV, Merck and Glaxo, added aluminium adjuvants and they cheated in the safety trials. They added aluminium adjuvant, which is highly toxic and get through to the brain and produce all these awful neurological symptoms. They added aluminium to the placebo group, in the trial so you have the drug group getting the vaccine you have the placebo group getting uh supposedly it should be saline inanimate just something completely inanimate saline yet they added aluminum to the placebo group what did that do it made it impossible to dip- differentiate between side effects from aluminum to the vaccine
1: group or the placebo group if, Can we explain if- that, Joan? Yeah. Can I explain yeah. that? Um, yeah. So, if, if you've got a hundred people having the vaccine and a hundred people having the placebo, and you had ninety had, uh, sorry, let's say fifty had a reaction to the vaccine and five to the placebo, you would take the five off the fifty. If you've got a placebo that's not a real placebo, and you have, let's say, you have uh, seventy-five having a reaction to the placebo and eighty having a reaction. They'll take the 75 off the 80 and say only 5%. It's It's such a lie and so horrific. Um, and they're doing and, and they're doing this with the COVID shot, and they're doing mm. this with all these other vaccines, and lots of them have got aluminium, and they put a drug in there, 80, to open your blood-brain barrier. But as I keep saying, 2.45 to 5.8% gigahertz your wi-fi opens the blood brain barrier low blood sugar opens it having a temperature opens it and it gets in and it affects your entire neurological system right down the spinal cord right down the spinal cord and it doesn't go away it's accumulative, and you talk about this aluminium this aluminium is in lots of vaccines and it pushes down the immune cells I I, I, I I can't get my head round that I have educated myself, big pile of books behind, but the nurses refuse to look at this and just keep doing it and call me dangerous. Personally, I'd see them all in a court of law, all tried. And if they've killed enough people, it's genocide. I'd like to see them all tried. And
0: the other thing about aluminium is that Professor Chris Exley, a world authority on aluminium toxicity, has also pointed out that Glaxo, who manufactured the Cervarix vaccine, used a commonly used aluminium adjuvant in the safety trials, but they added a second adjuvant after the safety trials. Can you imagine? You do the safety trials, okay, and then you add something after it. It's actually cheating, and it's highly, highly questionable. And I have denounced these two huge manufacturers, and so has Professor Exley um, over the years. But and they've never come back. They have never attacked us for for defamation or or
1: libel it, 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 because the the truth would out in a court of law. They'd have to prove that you were lying. They'd have to prove Mm. that their vaccine is safe and no vaccine has ever been proven safe or effective. I can't even call it cheating, Joan. I call it murder. Well, yeah, you could. And lawyers in the U.S.
0: are are running dozens of cases against Merck and Gardasil. And they allege, and I'm going to quote this from the legal document I have, that the company that's Merck, fast-tracked its Gardasil HPV vaccine through the US Food and Drug Administration approval process and deceptively conducted clinical trials to mask serious side effects and exaggerate the vaccine's effectiveness. And yet all the health authorities around the world have accepted HPV as something that everybody should have.
1: It's astonishing well it's not astonishing when you know that at the very top of these organizations i i had a very secret meeting in a hotel with one you have to take my word for it before god i don't lie um i am a christian and i will be judged for everything that comes out of my mouth and he told me at the top that they practice black magic i'm not surprised uh, yesterday i saw that they had a, a um a, a piece in a in a church which was which was the devil in a in a red gown actually in a church and they said they'd got to or or in some government building that was it they have to incorporate everybody's faith so satan people are worshiping satan and these people are so when you you know you talk about around the world they're adopting it one has to question what is our healthcare system because if you're taking a a baby, a perfect baby, and you're injecting it immediately with six in one vaccines, no vaccines have ever been tested together for efficacy. That means, you know, they could have a profound effect when you give it with something else. And then you're going on and then you're getting these children as young as nine years old and you're giving them the HPV and the COVID shot. I had a nurse from Belgium contact me and a patient, a young girl, She went into her doctor's office privately and their parents were with her and they gave her the HPV vaccine and the COVID shot together and she collapsed, had a fit. Mm. And the doctor said, please take her home, she'll recover. He let them carry her out of there and put her in the car. And that's how they took her home. And of course she didn't, she ended up very, very sick in hospital. But I, I, I just, for me now, As I will say on every show, when anyone said to me now, I'm a doctor, I say no one cares. And nurse to me, registered nurse to me means nothing. It means you're registered with an organization in the UK taken over by the government in 2001. And you are just a paid assassin. You're just doing as you're told without question. And this has to stop. But how do we stop it, Joan? How do we stop it?
0: promote the effectiveness of the pap smear test. That is highly, highly effective. And it has reduced mortality from cervical cancer by 80%. That doesn't involve taking a toxic aluminum dose of an adjuvant. And the other thing actually you reminded me of just now is that the aluminum adjuvant in the vaccine has never been tested separately for safety. It's always thrown in, do you see? So we really, really don't know what this terrible aluminum dosage is doing to young children. And another point we should remember is that there are 111 ongoing lawsuits in the United States. And the US government vaccine court has paid out, as I said earlier, more than $70 million. and. In the UK, there are no cases, but Frida Birrell runs the Association for HPV Vaccine Injured Daughters, AHVID it's called, and she has several hundred girls on her books suffering severe side effects. And in Japan, several hundred cases are going through three different courts. But do the school headmistresses and headmasters know about all of this when they allow their children in the school to line up and get vaccinated without proper information to parents, because the parents are not regularly given the patient information leaflet, which shows all these side effects, and which should warn them that if their child is showing any signs of autoimmune uh, disease or, or, or frailty, then they must not allow them
1: to be vaccinated. Well. We're going to go to break and a word from our sponsors. And you can email me, Kate kateshamarani at tntradio.live with your medical crimes and tyrannical times. And I'm just going to say this. I do take private patients. I've got lots of patients worldwide. And I can tell you, I've got a lot of teenage girls with lots of different problems. Pelvic inflammatory disease, problems with their menstrual cycle. And they haven't had the COVID shots, but they have had the HPV vaccine and their doctors are not putting the two together, that they've got all of these symptoms, polycystic ovarian syndrome. They have all of these symptoms and the doctors are not saying it's because of that vaccine. What they are doing is saying, I've noticed you've only had one of your HPV vaccines and you possibly need another two. Can you believe it? Anyway, don't go away. I know that you're cooking your Sunday dinner, getting your sprouts, getting everything in. Your fella's probably out in the garden, sweeping the leaves up or so he should be. Join me two minutes. We'll be back with Joan Shenton.
0: Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg.
1: Last week, Elon Musk, the owner of X, was asked about the boycott uh, of advertisers like Disney and Apple who have pulled off the site after he uh, retweeted an anti-Semitic tweet and for some other reasons. And uh, he didn't hold back in his response. Uh, Don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. And he says that if the boycott forces X to close up shop, the public Will know who to blame what this advertising boycott is uh,
0: is, is going to do it's, it's going to kill the company
1: and you think that the, uh, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company and we will document it in great detail but they're going to say that they're
0: going to say elon that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? Let's that's see, that's what they're And
1: let's see how Earth responds to that. Earth to Elon, only time will tell. Thanks for giving me a minute, I'm Steve Malzberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT Radio Vision. She used to dance and dream of a better life, a brighter future. Today, thanks to Children International and friends like you, she dances for the world, Together, we give children in poverty a chance to set their sights high and achieve their dreams. Learn more about Children International and join us in our life-changing work at children.org today.
0: A natural nurse in a toxic world, Kate Shimirani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hi,
1: I'm Kate Shimirani, natural nurse in a toxic world for TNT Radio Live. You can email me Kate Shamarani at tntradio.live. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that they they talk about these children in poverty and helping them around the world. An old Billy Boy Gates went into India with a trial polio vaccine, and I think 148,000 babies died and another 68,000 were paralyzed. Can you imagine them coming into the US and doing that? There'd be carnage on the streets, but they do it in these countries and think that no one notices. They go into all the poor countries. I listened to Djokovic, Novax Djokovic, and it's great that he has uh, exercised his right to body autonomy. But I, I was quite interested. You know, he's, he's still going to get everywhere because he's brilliant and he's very rich and he's a brilliant tennis player. But he said, I'm not pro-vax and I'm not anti-vax. I'm just pro, uh, you know choice, having my own decision. Well, that's all well and good, uh, uh, Novak. It's all great. And it's wonderful. And I'm glad that you take that stance. But you've got children, you're a father, and your children are very privileged. And it's wonderful. But there's a lot of children in care. There's a lot of children who are on welfare around the world. There's a lot of young adults who lack capacity, there's a lot of elderly who lack capacity and they don't get a choice. They get shot up with everything. And these children in care or under the care of the local council. Go to school and it's been consented for them to get this HPV vaccine. They don't get the choice. They get told, oh, you need to have it. Now, what I love was the kids in a children's home. And I happen to know the woman who works there. She's a Christian. They offered them Primark vouchers to get the COVID shot. And they told those that came in, the nurses, they told them to F off these teenagers. Good for them. I hope they also tell them to F off to the HPV vaccine. And also, you know, one has to remember that all of these, all of these authorities are coming from every single angle at our children. And they're making it like a club. You, you've got to belong to this club and they're being bombarded and now is the time to 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 step up now the doctors the junior doctors the greedy greedy gits are out there Wanting to go on strike, another is it nine or 10 days? Oh, they get as much money as a barista in a coffee shop. Yes, I know. But guess what? It's a vocation. You signed up for it. I've never met a poor doctor. And once you've trained and qualified, there is no ceiling. You go on to work in other countries. You go on and do private work. But to stand outside one of the hospitals where there are people in there giving birth, Sick people, people recovering from medical emergencies or surgical intervention, people dying, premature babies who require peace and quiet for their bodies to heal. I've got to listen to you, Lot, outside with your foghorns, with your megaphones, getting cars to two. I'd sack you all. I'd sack every single one of you and boot you up the arse on the way out the door. That's what I'd do, because your jobs are gonna be gone anyway. You're that stupid you don't realize that AI is taking over. But anyway, we're not gonna be living in your utopia. We're heading off to the Savage Reservation with real hospitals and informed people because of the likes of Joan Shenton and her wonderful documentary, Sacrificial Virgins. Joan, tell us some more. Tell us what we're going to do and how can we get these girls? We should remember
0: uh, that um, one of the organizations that is really, really helping um, bring these issues to the fore is Children's Health Defense in America, which is run by Robert Kennedy Jr. And the CEO there is Mary Holland, and she's written an amazing book called The HPV Vaccine on Trial. Also, there's a wonderful Australian author called Helen Lobato, who's written, that's the book. <laughs> she, um, my my Australian author has written a book called uh, Fast-Tracked and Flawed. She's called Helen Lobato. And that is a very good and highly readable book um, for any of you who want to find out more. And, uh, you know, recently... Uh, Uh, You sent me a link, Kate, to um, the fact that a young boy, age 12, has died immediately after having, almost immediately after having the HPV vaccine. Um, He collapsed and he hit his head on the floor. And of course, they're saying he just fainted because that happens sometimes after a vaccine and that his injury to the brain was because of his fall. But people who are critical of the vaccine are calling for a, 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 a search of his brain, you know, a, um, a test, to see how much aluminium had reached his brain after the jab. But is he being given that? Apparently not. It's just going to end up, oh, he just hit his head because he fell to the ground.
1: And is fainting is fainting, not normal. It, is it not? People. Pe- well, people can for some, you know stimulation of the vagus nerve in shock but when you see so many of these children collapsing after receiving vaccines with aluminum in you know every 3 minutes your entire circulation your entire circulation of blood goes through your liver every 3 minutes how quickly do you think that needle going in your arm is going to get into your circulation very quick very very quick and it only takes 17 seconds for your oxygen that's why when you're in a decompression in, in in an aircraft they tell you to put your mask on first within seventeen seconds you're completely debilitated so this this fainting that they say is normal it's not normal and and the nurses out there going, oh, it's just oh I, I'm not even gonna I, they're not nurses. they're angels of death. That's it. I've said it <laughs> but please do carry on well, there's another very worrying
0: um. Occurrence, and that is that there's a massive publicity campaign across all campuses in America now, um, which is for gensers, or is it gensers? It's for dual dual sex or change sex, or I don't know what gensers are really, and I have to look it up. But actually, It's it's mental illness. It's mental illness. That's what it is. It's called no. This campaign is called. HPV Fs everybody. I don't like using the F word. So I'm saying HPV Fs everybody. And it's making it look really trendy, as you said, to join the group and be be vaccinated. And, uh, you know, the campaign is now focusing on cancer prevention. And as I said early in this program, there is no evidence to say HPV causes cervical cancer right it's aimed on cancer prevention rather than a sexually transmitted disease which before these advertising companies used to appeal to parents about now it's let's all Uh, avoid cancer by having this but with no scientific evidence and uh, somebody who's very anti this campaign wrote and I I haven't made a note of who unfortunately these million dollar campaigns are extremely dangerous
1: because they are so effective they are it's it's interesting when they did the COVID shot, they aimed it at the children. And when I went to a vaccine center uh, in my nurse's outfit and my pink scrubs. I didn't want blue scrubs because I didn't want to look like the rest of them. I wanted to look completely different. And uh, I was there on a megaphone going, there was thousands queuing. I was called a slag. Can you believe it? A woman in my fifties called a slag. I should be so lucky, said Kylie Minogue. Uh, but you know, it's ridiculous. This was by young men in their early 20s, but they were all there, big bravado, Mm -hmm. cheering each other on, going in like they'd scored a known goal. They certainly did Um, Mm -hmm. going and having this, aiming it. And then I saw the next shift coming of fat nurses squeezed into these blue scrubs. I'm not joking. I heard their thighs rubbing as they were coming down. I'm not joking. All heading for their next shift. Paid £25 an hour, working for 12 hour Mm -hmm. shifts. Uh, they were coming down to do these shots and all of these poor unsuspecting young people thousands it was horrific because they're aiming it at these young people joan sacrificialvirgins.org i would say to every single parent sit your children down if you have to pay them pay them if they're really you know <laughs> tell them they don't have to wash up for a week does anyone wash up nowadays Sit them down and make them watch Sacrificial Virgins. Every single person I have showed that to or told them to watch it, it's completely changed their mind and they're against it. It is the most amazing docu- documentary, very clear. Sacrificialvirgins.org. Joan, is there anything else that you could say to people? Where can people find you? Yes, um, I, I
0: have a website called immunity.org.uk and that has all the documentaries that I've made with other people of course over the years and it's free download it's it's called the Immunity Resource Foundation but the website is immunity.org.uk I'd love people to look at that Um, and oh there was one more thing I wanted to remember uh, and it's gone straight out of my head yeah. Well, just sorry. while you're just
1: while you're remembering, don't worry. Um, yeah. I will be I will be putting a link to Joan's website on my new website. And so you will be able to find all of those things and our interviews. And Joan will be on my new website just because she's gorgeous, because I'm not letting anyone on that's fat. ugly. Of course, I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> um, oh, but you can also find Sarah. it through there. You can you can also yeah. find it through there.
0: If there's time, I'd like to just mention informed consent, that I think everyone should ask for the proper leaflets about this, not just a pretty little card saying we're being really kind, we're going to give your daughter or son uh, uh, an HPV jab. Ask for the proper patient information leaflet and
1: read it. Absolutely, and I would concur with that. Joan Shenton, fantastic guest, sacrificialvirgins.org. And... Immunities, dot it, org, dot, org. Dot, immunity.org.uk. And I will. anyone forgets that, you can always email me, Kate Shamarani at TNT Radio Live. Joan, do have a wonderful festive season. And thank you so much for coming on and giving us an update.
0: Kate, thank you for being so brave. You are a warrior. That's
1: really kind. Or oh, just <laughs> stupid. I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> but folks, <laughs> But folks, listen, you know, you don't have to kill yourself this festive season. Uh, generally, people eat and then they just comatose in the afternoon. While this year, I don't know who's doing that awful royal speech. I'm not interested. Uh, you know, I'll be out for a great big walk in the morning and then we'll be eating. But. I'm going to give you my recipe for mince pies. Get some organic dried fruit and some organic dried unsulfured apricots. Soak them in port overnight and then add a little bit of honey. Then get some buckwheat organic flour, some almond milk, some honey, some coconut oil. You can use organic butter if you want, but make sure your flour is something like organic buckwheat or spelt. Make your pastry, roll it out, Put your organic dried berry mix into it. Grate some orange zest. Make sure it's organic and you've soaked it in uh, bicarb to get anything off wax or anything because they still do wax some organic. And then put them in your little trays. I like Yorkshire pudding trays. Put a little star or a love heart or what you want on top. And the best bit sprinkle Celtic sea salt on the top because Celtic sea salt has over 80 minerals and it has all three magnesiums in it. So it's much, much nicer. And I had a party last year. I made loads of these and I asked everyone to bring some and they bought the shop bought ones. And when I was clearing up later, everybody had eaten mine. I ate a few of these shop bought ones. I had the most awful gluten headache. The shakes, horrific. Don't eat that garbage. And if you really must drink single malt whiskey, single malt whiskey, it's the best. And there's lots of studies on that, as my friend tells me, and she did buy me a very expensive one, speaking of friends. Victoria Kane Marks, my children's godmother, a wonderful nurse and the most beautiful, wonderful woman. Happy birthday today. And it's coming up to the anniversary of your little girl, Mariella's death. She only lived for a day on Christmas Eve and um, she would have been the same age as my twins. So I wanted to get that in. I have an amazing guest coming on next week. And everyone says, oh, you're hammering the nurses. Too right. I'm hammering the nurses because it doesn't matter who orders what. It's you lot that are delivering these deadly shots. It's you lot that are harming the people. You are ultimately the assassins. If you say right now, I ain't doing it, it will stop. And then we're going to be left with all the overseas nurses. But you know what? Join us. The British Nursing Alliance is going to be up and running. It's going to be my website after this one's life. It is coming. And you're going to be trained how to be real nurses. I will see each and every one of you next week with a gentleman who is the author of a book about the nurses and what they saw during COVID, what they did on the wards, and I'll be adding to it. And I will see you all next week. Have a most blessed day. Thank you to Joan Shenton. I'm going to be now going out for a walk with my rat dogs underneath the table. I know I look fabulous. I'm wearing my slippers. I'm going to have to change. But I'll see you all next week, TNT Radio Live. Email me, kateshamorani at tntradio.live. Love you all.